Ten minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to our wrap of the top business stories, and I'm joined on the line by Snesipo Maninjo to take a look at some of these stories. Snesipo, good evening to you and welcome. Uh, evening, Aya. How are you, friend? I'm well, thanks. I'm well, thanks, Snesipo. I certainly hope you had a good weekend. And uh, maybe a good starting point. I don't know how much of this you managed to catch, but uh, I certainly found, I guess, uh, I found it quite interesting, um, you know, the uh, testimony before the Zondo Commission on some of what was happening at Danell. Um, and I guess in the context of uh, all of the stories we've heard about VR later, uh, I don't know if I'm any wiser as to, I guess, uh, what effectively has happened at Danell now that uh, they are probably knocking on the doors of the Department of Defense and even the Treasury saying we need more money. Um, so from a state, you know, you know I, I catch these things um, here and there, but truth be told is that uh, when you're hearing evidence of denial, specifically VR laser and what happened, <sighs> for me, I, I thought we're not getting the full picture. And the fact that it was the CFO who was testifying in terms of what happened, the VR laser, the, the, the supposed um, transaction with the Gupta's. Mm. So I, I still think that we're not getting the full picture. And it's actually quite challenging because for me, uh, Denal is one of those SOEs that should be doing well, that actually shouldn't, on paper, if we go theoretically, should not be needing government support. Why? Because people are shooting each other. What's, what's of course, people are shooting each other. That's <laughs> <laughs> why it shouldn't. And, and the thing is that, like, when you think about, like, in terms of, like, you know, because evidence leader, like Paul Kennedy, um, there was supply chain and mismanagement and, you know, the fact that they did things a lot cheaper, more expensive. For me, now is just mismanagement because theoretically, on paper, they should not be losing money. And for me, uh, it, uh, they should not be losing. They know where there is or ease. Um, the thing is that it's, it's also hard to justify Treasury's um, bailout of Denel simply because it is not a strategic asset. We're not in war. We're not fighting anyone in Zanzi. Like, they're not going to be saving us. Like, <laughs> nobody's going to be saving us. And Aye. it's... Oh, yeah. So, like, it's not like we're not in war. We're not, a, we're not in conflict. Yes, we do have a high crime rate, but our high mm-hmm. crime rate is directly related to inequality of our society and socioeconomic ills. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so like we're not like that's also my thing mm-hmm. of like that's why it's the the consistent sales deal out of the now. Mm. For me, it it it, 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 it I fail to understand the justification because yeah, you can't yeah. pick out what Denel does from um like I said we're not in war. We're not killing anyone. Um, so I want us to move from the story. Uh, yeah. I don't like talking about armaments uh, too much. But yeah, talking about uh, issues here, let's start off with iPhone supply chain. Now, it seems uh, they're now going to suspend any new business volumes to one of their largest suppliers in East Asia, and that's Pegatron, now a Taiwanese-based uh, assembler for some of their uh, phones. Well, what's happening here? Uh, Janga. It's too little too late. I don't even know why they're trying to be real Taiwanese people. Like, um, 
So um, let me just explain it thoroughly for those who are listening. There's been greater pressure on specifically large uh, telecommunications or technology firms to investigate further onto the business practices of uh, companies within their supply chain as part of ESG and general good governance. Unfortunately, Although historically Apple has not acted, because if you think about the violations of Foxconn in China, you have um, you have uh, Pegreton, which is in Taiwan, and they are using uh, child labor, um, so student workers program. You you have to ask yourself, is this too little, too late? But then at the same time, why are they targeting Pegreton? when you've got the same, even worse human violations in the Democratic Republic of Congo, specifically to do with the components, specifically the, the, the metals which make an iPhone. So for me, it's, they're picking in their battles, and they're under significant so, so why, pressure. So why, why do you think they've chosen this particular one? I mean, you've rightly um, you, you explained one. some of the other instances no, where there might be issues in their supply chain. No, quite simple. Easy win. There's no geopolitical uh, elements from picking this one. Think about it. It's Taiwan. So they can't pick on Foxconn because Foxconn is in Chinese. They can't pick on mm-hmm. DRC because DRC makes all their metal. So that's, 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 so what? They're child soldiers that are getting killed left, right, and center. So what? It, that's a thing. They need to seem to be acting. And, and it literally comes from ESG. So why ESG is important and it's gaining relevance is that the capital allocated, i.e. the investors, mm. will not allocate to your business if you are not seen to comply with ESG. So corporates have to act as if they're doing something. So for Apple, in this specific instance, Tim Cook's Apple, they have to pick an entity where they're like, no, we don't care about child labor. I'm like, dude, mm. about that, like, they, they, dude, <laughs> I was like, there's such a long list of, and the thing is that I sound like a hypocrite because I have a um, smartphone as well, because it's all smartphones. I sound like a hypocrite. It's all laptops. It's all technology devices are all in part of the same slave-like exploitive labor system that allows us to watch things in a 4D color. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, I sound like a hypocrite when I say this, but for me, ESG, you want to get capital allocation. It drives your share price moving. So it's become important for management, specifically in Wall Street and all other major uh, builders where they, ha- where they have to report mm-hmm. on ESG. So they, seem, they need to be seen to be acting. So for corporates, they'll pick an easy target, one that does not harm their supply chain and that can genuinely, like, give or take and actually live without. Sure, they can't sure, live without sure. Foxconn. They can't live without Foxconn. It's just not going they to happen. They can't live without the DRC, it seems. Yes, um, they can't. Like, it's just not um, going to happen. So they have to pick a struggle. It sounds evil when you say it out loud. And it also sounds, like I said, I sound hypocritical when I point it out because I also consume these products. But I'm under no illusion of the human sacrifice that's gone in for me to enjoy like this and I, I'm under no illusion so I don't even want to clap forever because I'm like Jonga hey, I understand ESG pressures Jonga ESG if, if funds don't allocate you your share price is going to fall it's, yeah. it's literally as simple as that so it's, it's literally they're in a position where they have to they have to think about 
they have to think about their share price. They have to think about investors. And what's making investors happy is the appearance of good corporate citizenship. Mm. Well, not so that's not saying, yeah, this is just a... It's just a sentiment play, uh, and uh, I certainly, I guess, I'm partial to that particular view. Let's shift our attention away from Apple now, Snesipo, and uh, take a look at uh, logistics player Imperial. Now, uh, they certainly haven't reached the kind of levels that they uh, managed to hit uh, prior to COVID-19, but uh, I guess some good news for them, seeing contract renewal rates up across their operations, also seeing new business revenue coming in just over 6 billion rand, but um, they certainly won't be too happy about some of the... Uh, I guess, uh, challenging operational metrics that they've seen here in their South Africa operations and also uh, in Europe and in the UK, which um, I guess in many parts are in lockdown at the moment. Um, so, yeah, so Imperial just um, dropped uh, results. And also, you have to understand, uh, Ayabonga, that logistics is very much a contract, it's a tender business. So they've had contract renewals, and it's going to come up. You'll see it in the following year uh, results next year. This time, 2021, you'll find that their margins, for you to have such a high contract renewal rate, it means that you have sacrificed margin. So you've opted to hold on to business. The truth be told is that if you were to do a peer-for-peer analysis between 2019 and 2020, uh, you would notice that they're nowhere near 2020 levels. 2019 levels, I apologize. And that's simply because the economy is not growing. And and, and also, let's be honest, um, there are quite a few businesses that have been shut down. The problem with logistics is that you rely on other businesses. Remember, logistics is simply transporting goods from buyers Mm. to sellers. It's like derived demand, yeah. yeah. So if the economy is not growing, it's one of the um, anxieties it is that you can tell when the economy is not growing because it means that they're not transporting enough. And also, it just means that, remember, there's been a lot of, although we've just come out of um, hard lockdown and it's, it, it, we're still not performing because the economy is not caught up because simply because in this hard lockdown, during the lockdown from level five to level three, there were businesses who shut down permanently. So you have less buyers and sellers. And that's ultimately... And, and that's ultimately where the, the problem is. So although they've secured new business and have gotten new contract renewals, you'll see it in the 2021 results. You'll find that they probably would have sacrificed margin in order to hold on to the business. Because remember, for logistics, if your trucks are idle, you're not making money. Your trucks need to mm. move. Exactly. Ultimately, you exactly. always need to be moving. So you're okay with making less money as long as you hold on to the business because the ideal them being idle costs you more, ultimately. Sorry, Snesipo, I lost you there. You were still saying... So, sorry, we lost I was you. That them, you were saying, I was saying that... Yeah, that yeah, yeah, when they, you were saying when they, that at least you would rather make a little money. So we lost you when you were saying that. Yeah. So I was saying that you rather make less money as long as the trucks keep moving and people are moving from point A to point B. Because ultimately, if they don't move, it costs you more for them to remain idle. So when you hear, so they remember you've got Imperial here. You're going to look at um, the competitor Supergroup and Bitvest, and you're going to just see, um, you must look at them from a peer-to-peer na- analysis. You'll actually see what has actually happened in the industry. You'd find that there's been shrinking margin. Mm-hmm. So still top line is growing, which is what they've reported. But margin, because you want to hold on to the business. Effectively, you want to hold on to the business. And that's also 
eventually that always catches up to you. Because unless so, the idea is that when the economy eventually turns, the margins would improve with it. But right now, it's not a business where you are a price setter. It's a business where you're a price taker. Mm. Like I told you, the relationship between buyers and sellers, you're a price taker as opposed to price setters. So your ability to negotiate is actually quite limited. And you'd find that things like your PE and your costing are of utmost importance with that. Mm. Mm. And it's certainly, I guess, uh, you know, the story not only of that particular sector, but any other sort of intermediate sector that is characterized by some derived demand where you, you can't really influence, I guess, the underlying operating conditions of some of the things that you ferry around. So uh, certainly a tough time there. But uh, I saw the story coming out towards the end of last week. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many moving parts in the story. So maybe, Asnesip, uh, if you can just give some background and context to uh, what initially had started off as a labor dispute uh, a few years ago. And it seems now is, I guess, morphing into something that might probably or should be sitting in the equity court. Uh-huh. So I'm dealing with it. As you know, he came from uh, Tabonbeki's um, class of. So he then after... Mm. And Mandela, clinical, actually. He was a DG. Yes, and Mandela. Actually, Mandela. I almost forget how old he is. Shane Betuna. So he... Uh, became the former chair. He then moved on to private sector in the telecommunication space because he was in um, he was in communications in the government. Now the issue was that he then moved on to Dimension Data, where he was the chairperson for Middle East and Africa. Now the issue the issue is that during his tenure from 2004 to 2017 he came to realize that he actually was underpaid. Now, how this is being reported, also is of how this is being reported in the media. They're like, they were like, no, he got paid hundred, a couple hundred million rand. It's irrelevant in how much Londo, he was paid. It's actually irrelevant. The point is that on a peer-to-peer analysis for the fact that he was chairman, and he drove Dimension Data's revenue quite high because he had insight from being a government. They brought him in because he came from government and legislature. Mm. They didn't bring him in because he was selling, he had the keys to the kingdom. They brought him in because of context and what they can get from him. Sure, Ultimately, sure. he has an investment vehicle called Convergence Partners. Um, and they had a share and then they had bought a share into the company. And the idea was that they were going to pay him equal or higher than senior executives. They continue from 2004 to 2016. Now, the issue is that they effectively, it came to realize, although remember, issues of pay are private and confidential, even in executive roles. Now, the problem is that he then discovered viable and And he was like, actually... If I look for a peer, the agreement that we had, which is that I would get paid more, was not being held towards that. And the truth be told is it's quite common for companies to do this, especially um, your traditional one-owned companies. He then... people of their share options. No, it's not about share options. It's literally literally based on remuneration. So the idea, he got on a board saying that he would be the highest paid exec. And he found out that they were... People he outranked. Remember, you're chairperson of the company. Chairperson mm. is the most high-ranking role you can take in a company next to CEO. He came to realize that some of the other executives, not CEO, are getting paid more than them, 
basically everyone was earning more than him. And that was... No, 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 no. But the thing is, I remember so when, the chairman... No, 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 no. Let me ask this question like this, Nesipo. Let, let me ask it like this. If you are the chair and you receive periodic reports from the remuneration committee, where are you when Remco is giving you these things that you now discover, as, as the media reports are suggesting, so late into the process that you are being underpaid? I mean... Uh, Again, and this is also the most messed up part. Remember, Dimension Data was not listed. The issues of the Remuneration Committee, in issues of good corporate establishments, the chairperson of the board is not the same chairperson of the Remuneration Committee. In good corporate governance, mm. the chair is actually not specific in Remcom. And so because Dimension Data... Reports? No. Even when you receive the reports, remember you receive a summary of the reports. So I sit on two boards. So when we receive reports, we don't receive, um, we won't receive a report saying I is getting paid 3000 It will say, in summary, this is what we've agreed to as across the board increases. It's like when you give, so if you perform level five, you get um, X. If you perform level four, you get Y. If you perform level three, you get Z. That's the summary you get. You get it, get, you get it in um, a summary view. You don't get it involved in a detail view because you're actually not supposed to. Because remember, the REMCOM also decides the remuneration for the chairperson of the board as well. And remember, REMCOM, um, for a company such as the Manager's Auto, REMCOM, um, REMCOM remuneration is fairly de- is determined by both industry practice. You also employ consultants to determine the appropriate level of remuneration committee as, as well as performance. So I can see how this, is hap- how this would happen. I can see how this would happen because of my role in my um, executive role, my executive role. I can see actually how this would yeah. happen. But the yeah, issue is not fundamentally, and this is where we are, fundamentally, he was underpaid. It doesn't matter if they paid him $2 billion. The, the question is that no one blinked an eye when Chris Baker got $20 billion rand from this book. No one blinked an eye when OIT Person got over $1 billion at mm-hmm. um, $1 billion at um, at thingy at Shoprite, and that's just for one year. No one blinked an eye when I think Umat in a Umat the owner who I was saying of made one hundred and thirty three point five million rand in one calendar year. No one blinked. Yeah, Marcus Yukasa. No one blinked an eye when Ian White, even though he sold Woolworths, the destroyed shareholder value, got thirty five over thirty five bar just for restraint of trade with Ian Moyer, like for um, restraint of trade, no one blinked an eye. The fundamental issue is that you can't be okay with executive remuneration when it comes to white males. And then say, when someone actually says, actually, no, although you paid me a couple hundred million, it's actually in comparison of what I was supposed to earn. It's under. And that's just the fundamental truth of it. You can't... You, we have to be consistent about it. For me personally, executive remuneration is far too much, and it doesn't warrant it. But if we're going, if we're going to go, let's pay a bunch of executives. Let let I will let 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 let's be consistent, and that's just how it is. The only issue is that Andela, you know, Jonagatandi, Abandamiyamangoko, he's getting all the black people to rally for him, but as collab. But you know what I mean. I was just like, you know what I mean. Just some tea. Let's leave it there. Let's <laughs> 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 keep on dropping some tea. 
Yeah, yeah, we have run out of time, and it might be worth our while to maybe speak to uh, Andy Lengava uh, in the next one, just to hear some of his perspectives on this. Uh, but uh, I guess, yeah. Ask I, him I where the black females in his firm. Ask him where the black females are in his firm. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. That there was Nesipo Maninjwa. And as I was saying, we're hoping to get uh, Andy Lengaba soon to speak to him about this. But uh, yeah, fair is fair, man. Uh, if you said you're going to pay me more or equal to what everybody else is getting and I find out later on that you didn't, uh, I'm well within my rights, even if it's 30 years later, to say, hey, I have it on good authority. I've got the paper trail to show that you weren't paying me enough. So I guess the message, end. We'll leave it there. That was our business reps. Nesipo Maninja joining us for that. We're going to take a brief break now and uh, we go into the second part. And uh, in the second part of our business wrap, we ask the team at Rand Capital Coffee how they're going to turn around Starbucks.